Hello, family, and welcome back to another episode of the Organize My Thoughts podcast. I hope you all are having an amazing week. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about healing as you go. Now, this episode is available as a video episode on YouTube, so you can just click the link in the show notes to watch that. And if you do watch the video version, make sure that you pop into the comments and let me know how the episode resonated with you and also share your story and your journey of where you are. I'd love to interact with you guys. Now, without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the episode. You're listening to the Organize My Thoughts podcast, where we teach you how to get out of your head so you can execute the vision. I am your host, Kyla Jackson. Let's get started. In this video, we're going to be talking about healing as you go. This is such an important topic because a lot of us feel like we're not ready to move forward because we're still broken in some places. But the reality is, is that God uses broken people. And that language that you have in the seasons where you feel the most unqualified or the most broken is the very thing that God is going to use to bring him glory. Everything that we do is supposed to draw people to God. The way that we live our lives, our stories, our testimonies, even the things that we're called to create, it's all to glorify God. So if you're waiting around for you to be a perfect person or for you to get out of a certain mindset before you're obedient, you're missing the point. God wants to use you in the midst of those places to glorify him because there are people that need to hear what it is that you're feeling in that moment, how you've gotten through it, how you were able to push through and to do what God has called you to do, even in the midst of the things that you were battling. That is what glorifies God. Now, I know this video may step on a few toes because you're like, Kyla, you don't know what I've been through. You don't know what I'm battling. You don't know what it takes for me to show up every day. And you're absolutely right. I don't. But what I do know is that God knows. And when he calls you to do something, he already factored all of those things in. God never uses perfect people because perfect people can't glorify him. If everything was okay and everything was well, then what would you need God for? That's what makes being a kingdom person different, right? When God is calling you, he took into account all of the things that you were battling with. He took into account the insecurities. He took into account the areas where you feel weak, the areas where you feel unqualified. He took into account the fact that you don't like to speak in public, that you don't want anyone to see your writing, that you don't know what you're doing in entrepreneurship. He took into account your schedule and the things that stress you out and overwhelm you. He took all that into account when he called you. The very areas that you feel the most insecure in are the very areas that will help you and equip you to do what God called you to do. Because as you move forward in being obedient, you're going to heal as you go. Now, we really need to talk about this because this has been heavy on my heart. And I see so many people who are not moving forward in the thing that God has called them to do because they just feel like I need to overcome this barrier first and then I'll do what God is calling me to do. But in reality, sometimes the enemy can even use our own traumas and anxieties and insecurities to keep us stuck. And honestly, what if you never reach that place of total healing, right? What if you never do that and then you've never done what God has called you to do? 
Now, let me be clear. When I'm talking about healing as you go, I'm not talking about anything that's a significant trauma that you may have gone through that is literally blocking you from moving forward. I'm talking about things like insecurity, things like um, anxiousness, right? Anxiousness every time you move forward, things like fear that are trying to keep you paralyzed, right? I'm talking about these kinds of things that we feel like if I just get this thing right, then I'll be ready. But the truth is God wants to heal you as you go. And he's not going to allow the insecurities that you struggle with to stop you from being obedient. He's still calling you forward. And I want to give you a biblical example. So in Exodus chapter four, verses 10 through 11, um, in the book of Exodus anyway, chapter four is talking about Moses and Moses was a man who felt he was unqualified. And so when the Lord encountered him and he told him that basically he wanted to use him to deliver Israel, he began to mouth off the insecurities that he was feeling and he tried to disqualify himself from what God was calling him to do. And specifically he says, and specifically Exodus chapter four, verses 10 through 11 says, but Moses pleaded with the Lord. That means he was like, please God, like it's not me. He pleaded with the Lord and he said, oh, Lord, I'm not very good with the words. I never have been and I'm not now. Even though you have spoken to me, I get tongue tied and my words get tangled. Here Moses is encountering the living God, the one who formed him, the one who saw his whole life laid out before he even lived a single day, the one who already decided what he would be called to do, the one who wrote his beginning and end. This is the Lord that Moses is encountering. And yet in the face of the one who sees him for who he really is, all Moses can see is his insecurity. All Moses can see is his weakness. And God is speaking to the version of Moses that is already healed, though he is not healed in this moment from his insecurities. He's speaking to Moses from a healed place. He's saying, Moses, I'm already aware of the things that you struggle with, but that's not stopping me from choosing you. God could have chose anybody but Moses to deliver the Israelites. I'm sure there were people that were way more qualified technically or gifted in other ways, but yet God chose Moses in the midst of his insecurities. And in verse 11, in response to Moses's plea about his insecurities, the Lord asked Moses, who makes a person's mouth? Who decides whether people speak or do not speak? Hear or do not hear? See or do not see? Is it not I, the Lord? Now you would think that Moses would be like, oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm tripping. I forgot who I was talking to, right? The fact that the Lord has to remind Moses of who he is is so similar to what he does in our own lives. God says, hey, I want you to start a faith-based business with whatever I've gifted you to draw people to me. And as an added bonus to that, it's actually, I'm going to bless the works of your hands and provide for you financially in this way, right? And we're like, I hear you, but Lord, I'm not very good with people. I'm not very good in business. I'm not very good on camera. I'm not very good with my word. And it's like we have amnesia of who we're talking to. And the Lord is literally saying to Moses, I made your mouth. I have given you the ability to speak. I am aware of all those things. And it does not matter because 
this is what I'm calling you to do. And even after that, Moses continues to go and say, please choose somebody else, Lord. It's not me. Why does he do this? Because Moses is in a broken place. Moses is basically saying either you need to choose someone else or you need to give me time to get myself together. Maybe I need to take some speech classes before I can go speak for you. Maybe I need to just spend some more time and figure out how exactly do people become deliverers of Israel, right? Maybe I need to look before me to see how they did it. But God is not saying that. God is saying, I am the one who sent you. I'm the one who called you even in the midst of your brokenness. And when you go forward and do the thing that I've called you to do, I will be glorified. Why? Because people will see that it is only I, the Lord, who have brought you the victory. When God is calling you, it's not about you. Your weakness is literally the thing that God is going to use to be glorified because people will ask, wow, how did you do this, right? You have no experience in this field or this industry, yet God is using you in a mighty way. You're appearing in rooms that people had to wait years or never even get the opportunity to. Your name is appearing in the places that people have studied and networked and butt kissed to be in, yet all you did was be obedient to the Lord in the midst of your weaknesses. You have to understand that sometimes you have to heal as you go. I know you want to show up your best. I know you want to do what God has called you to do in the best of your ability. But sometimes it requires you to acknowledge your weakness, acknowledge those insecurities, but remind yourself of who called you. It's the Lord, the person who made you, the person who already saw your beginning and the end who was calling you. It's not a stranger. It's not someone who doesn't know you. It is the Lord. And he's saying, if you just give me those things, I will show myself mighty through you. He did not give you an impossible thing to accomplish. I know sometimes God gives us instructions and we're like, how in the world am I supposed to do that? But that question alone excludes God. It's Lord, what are we going to do? How are we going to do this? How are you going to work through me to do this, right? What can I do to submit myself to you? that you may be glorified. Those are the questions that we should be asking during this time. God did not wait for people to overcome those mental limitations before he called them. He called them in the midst of it. He called them in the midst of the brokenness, in the midst of the insecurities, in the midst of the places where they felt the most unqualified. And that's how he was glorified. That's exactly why we get inspiration from the people in the Bible, because we're like, wow, God, if you could use Moses, who felt like he was broken in speech, if you could use Moses, who was constantly cowered behind and hid behind the next person, then you could surely use me in the places where I don't feel as confident. You could surely use me in the places where, did you see anywhere on Moses' resume where it said deliverer of Israel before God called him or mighty man of war or strategist? No. Moses was a guy who God saw something in him that he could say, you know what? I can get glory from this. And he sees the same thing in you. Now, another example, the story of Gideon, right? Israel at this moment has been given over to the Midianites because of their disobedience. And so the Midianites are large, they're powerful, they're very skilled, and they are basically uh, robbing them of everything, of their food, of their supplies. They have the Israelites trembling with fear. And in the midst of this, Gideon is hiding out, trying to do his own thing and provide for you know him and his family. And the angel of the Lord appears to him and he says, oh, mighty warrior, God is with you. And he gives them this instruction to go and with the strength that he has and deliver Israel. And the first thing that Gideon is dealing with is generational insecurity. He responds and he says, but I'm the youngest in my family. 
But not only am I the youngest in my family, my family is the weakest of all the tribes in Israel. Who told him that? Who told him that his family was the weakest? That is how they perceived themselves and Gideon adopted that same narrative. But guess what? It did not stop God from choosing him. He could have chosen. He could have chosen anyone else. I'm sure there were people skilled in war, but God chose Gideon. Why? Because he could get the glory out of that. Why? Because when they won the battle, no one would look at Gideon and say, oh, it was his resume. It was all of his experience in fighting battles before. It was all of his experience in leading crowds. No, they would say that could have been nobody but the Lord. You have to understand that healing is a gradual process. And the more you say yes, the healing will follow. Because you know what's going to happen? When God calls you, you're going to be dependent on him. And when those insecurities come up, the whole point is for you to cling to God. You're going to pray like you've never prayed before. You're going to study like you've never studied before. Why? Because there's a dependence needed when you're being obedient with God. It draws you closer to him. And and the beautiful part is that in the midst of you being obedient, God is going to use you even in the middle of your healing to provide language for people who are in the very same place that you are. And what do I mean by that? As you're continuing to be obedient, you're going to have feelings and emotions and things that come up that you didn't expect. And God is going to use you to vocalize those things. And that very thing that you say is going to unlock something for that next person. Somebody's going to realize, oh man, I was struggling with that same thing, but I see that the Lord has helped you in that way and he's moving you forward, even in the midst of your weakness, which means that he can do the same thing for me. That language that you have in the middle of your healing is necessary. How many times have you listened to someone and it's not the end of their story that inspired you. It's how they navigated through those pivots, those challenges, their insecurities that allowed you to relate to them. It unlocks some courage in your mind that said, you know what, if they can overcome that, so can I. This is why we like following along with people's stories because we can relate to them. They can give us insight and wisdom that we may not have gained and it will draw us closer to God. That is why you have to heal as you go. You have to take all of those things and say, God, I know that I'm carrying a lot of mental baggage right now. God, I know that I'm not necessarily all that I want to be yet, but I know that you will help me in those places. I know that you calling me is not about me. I know that I can't sit on this because there's somebody's life that is attached to my obedience. There's somebody's life that is attached to your obedience. And you're like, oh no, like you're downplaying and you're like, he just called me to write a blog, right? He just called me to start a YouTube channel. He just, he just, he just. But every single thing that God is calling you to do is a seed, right? And that seed is going to grow and it's going to solve a problem. So stop downplaying what it is that God has called you to do. God is a perfecter. He said that he will perfect those things which concern us, which means that he's working those things out as you're moving, as you're moving, you're healing, as you're moving, you're growing, as you're moving, you're adapting and you're changing, you're being transformed. It's not when you're staying still. So again, God is not waiting for you to be a completely healed person before you move forward in what he called you to do. He wants to use you in the midst of those places. And the question is, will you allow him to use you even in your weaknesses? Or will you say, I'm not enough, Lord? Will you be disobedient because you feel like there's something else that needs to be done? Will you allow those insecurities to keep you in a cycle of disobedience? Will you allow the enemy to keep tormenting your mind, taunting you about how you're not enough? Or will you listen to the God who knows you better than anyone else? 
the same God who knows you better than yourself. Who are you going to listen to? Who are you going to trust? And I pray that it is the Lord. And I pray that you will come out of that place of feeling like you have to get to a certain place before you are obedient. I pray that the Lord just fills you with boldness. I pray that he fills you with strength and he reminds you of who you are. I pray that you will be able to see what the Lord sees, that you will look in the mirror and you will say, I am a beautifully and wonderfully made creation. I am the work of the Lord's hands. And even in the places where I feel the most broken or insecure, God is going to use me in a mighty way. I pray that the Lord will shift your language. So this is all I wanted to say. I pray that this has been helpful for you and that you will actually begin to work through this with the Lord and move forward. If you found this video helpful, definitely click the like button and be sure to subscribe for more videos because I'm going to walk alongside you of this journey of getting out of your head and moving forward into the woman that God has called you to be. I love you all and I'll see you in the next video.